When life begins in faith, everything is beautiful, even the ugly. When life begins in faith, everything fits in its place. When life begins in faith in Christ Jesus, everything has its purpose and its time. Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. When life begins in faith, the absolutes are absolutely absolute. When life begins in faith, life is filled with excitement, marvelous expectation, and certainty. On the other hand, when life is approached via unbelief, expect the exact opposite of what was just described, even utter confusion of face. Every man and woman, boy and girl, must make a choice, faith or unbelief. Do you know how to get to heaven from here? Would you accept Jesus Christ as the authority to answer that question? In John 3, 3, a Jewish leader by the name of Nicodemus heard these mysterious words. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus was puzzled, responding in John 3, 4 through 8, Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Have you been born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Are you yearning to begin your brand new life, where everything works together for your good, even that which appears bad, really bad? Romans 8:28 and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose today all your sin and shame will be washed away today all of satan's bondages will be broken every single one today you will receive the glorious power to live a joyful christian life let faith arise and everything will change for you in mere moments if you'll follow me in this simple prompt. Are you ready to let faith abound? Here we go. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the marvelous kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Exodus 25, 8 through 9, And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show thee, after the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so shall ye make it. God said, Psalms 19.9, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. God said, Romans 11.33, O the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Man said, the Bible is an old archaic book written by mere men. Who needs it? Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 983. 
that will again certify the supernatural and glorious inerrancy of God's beautiful book. All of these faith-building and wealth-generating features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the blood-bought and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Take advantage of four highly beneficial God-said-man-said features. Number one, you have questions? God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It is so quick and easy. Three, Imagine you can download nearly 406 hours of God Said, Man Said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. And number four, sign up for the God Said, Man Said weekly broadcast and fresh bread will be delivered to you, God willing, every Thursday eve. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. A God so large and yet so finite is past finding out, but marvelous insights are revealed unto us in His holy word as we travel along the highway of holiness. The intricacies and the nuances of God's word are an ever-expanding revelation to the lovers of the book. God's word is alive. It is not just printer's ink and paper, but a person. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. In Revelation 19.13, Jesus Christ's name is the Word of God. The revelation is ever-expanding because it must by necessity, for it is the very mind of God. It has been asked whether God is a mathematician. The answer is, of course, yes. He is also a geologist, a microbiologist, an engineer, and so much more. God is the designer and creator of all that you see, made out of that which is invisible. Embedded in the beautiful book, you'll find a treasure trove of marvelous insights, but only the childlike can find them out, for they are spiritually discerned. Many articles and books have been written regarding God the mathematician. One book, for instance, written by T.A. Brewer, is titled Numbers That Preach. What will become apparent in today's feature is the entire world, its universe, and all its life forms fit into a pattern of heavenly things, and numbers play a pivotal role. Verses to consider are Exodus 25, 8 and 9, and let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them, according to all that I show thee, after the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so shall ye make it. First Chronicles twenty eight ten through thirteen, take heed now, for the Lord hath chosen thee to build an house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it. Then David gave to Solomon his son the pattern of the porch and of the houses thereof, and of the treasuries thereof, and of the upper chambers thereof, and of the inner parlors thereof, and of the place of the mercy seat, and the pattern of all that he had by the spirit of the courts of the house of the Lord and of all the chambers round about, and the treasuries of the house of God, and the treasuries of the dedicated things, also for the courses of the priests and the Levites, and for all the work of the service of the house of the Lord, and for all the vessels of service, 
in the house of the Lord. Hebrews 8, verse, verse 5, excuse me, who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things, as Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle, for see, saith he, that thou make all things according to the pattern showed to thee in the mount. The following excerpts are from the numbers that preach. You see the same God who designed the world to be 24,000, 12,000 times 2 uh, miles around, also designed it to travel 1,600,000, 12 times 13,333 miles in one day in its orbit around the sun, which has a diameter of 864,000 miles. That's 12 times 72,000. He stamped the number 12 all over it, as he did with the moon that orbits us. It has a linear diameter of 1,260 miles. That's 12 times 105. That same God decided one day would have 24 uh, hours in it. That's 12 times 2. And 24 time zones circling our planet. That's 12 times 2. The same God who designed those things also recorded in his written word that the Apostle John had a vision of 24 elders circling the throne of God. That was nearly 1,600 years before the longitude problem was solved, and no one had a clue that 24 also circled the earth. If you'll pay attention to the numbers, it's easy to see that the same God who designed the world is the same God who designed the biblical picture of the throne room. The same God who put 12 major constellations in the heavens also put 12 months in a year. The very same God also gave Israel 12 tribes and the church 12 disciples who followed Jesus. He did this because the number 12 is the number in his word that indicates God is governing something. It is also his fingerprint to folks on the inside scoop so that they can know he is in control, ruling and reigning in that same arena. That's why 60, 12 times 5 seconds, make up 1 minute and 60 minutes or 3,600 seconds, 12 times 300, make up 1 hour. End of quote. The number 12 is found 189 times in the Bible, including in number 7, 84 through verse 88. This was the dedication of the altar in the day when it was anointed by the princes of Israel. Twelve charges of silver, twelve silver bowls, twelve spoons of gold, each charger of silver weighing a hundred and thirty shekels, each bowl seventy, all the silver vessels weighed two thousand and four hundred shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. The golden spoons were twelve, full of incense, weighing ten shekels apiece after the shekel of the sanctuary. All the gold of the spoons was a hundred and twenty shekels. All the oxen for the burnt offering were twelve bullocks, the rams twelve, the lambs of the first year twelve, with their meat offering, and the kids of the goats for sin offering twelve. And all the oxen for the sacrifice of the peace offerings were twenty and four bullocks, the rams sixty, the he-goats sixty, the lambs of the first year sixty. This was the dedication of the altar after that it was anointed. Twelve will be found consequential throughout all of eternity. The New Jerusalem has twelve foundations and twelve beautiful gates. The apostles sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Again from T.A. Brewer's book, Numbers That Preach. The Lord showed the world how incredibly he really was by the resurrection of his son, 
not on the first or fourth day, but on the third day. The resurrection of Jesus has so many threes around it because God was preaching that Jesus was the perfect, complete sacrifice for all time. Jesus rose on the third day. The writing of the cross was in three languages. There were three crosses on Calvary. He was crucified in the third hour. There were three hours of darkness at Calvary. The last three words of Jesus were, It is finished. Peter denied Jesus three times before the resurrection. Peter acknowledged that he loved Jesus three times after the resurrection. I've been to the traditional place in Israel we think might be the place that Abraham saw from afar off. It's interesting to note that Calvary, or Golgotha, is said to be exactly 777 feet above sea level. That's three sevens. Michael Hoggard points out that the term born again is found exactly three times in Scripture. Each time there is reference to three, either in the chapter or in the verse. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. John 3, 7, Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. 1 Peter 1, 23, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. In his books by divine order and the King James Code, Michael Hoggard makes three kinds of excellent points over and over again. He is also very good at pointing out this only works in the King James Version of the Bible as newer translations or commentaries tend to lose the numerical value altogether. In Genesis 15:9, the Lord requests a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old she-goat, and a three-year-old ram because he can't stand things done halfway. Jesus raised three people from the dead. Three people in the Old Testament were resurrected. God spoke from heaven three times. After Paul met Jesus, he was blind for three days. The Jordan River was parted three times. Noah's Ark had three levels in it. God told Joshua three times to be courageous. Jonah was in the belly of the great fish for three days. End of quote. The number three is found over 600 times in the Scriptures. It was on the third day that food for man and beast was created. Jesus Christ, the bread of life, gave up the ghost at the ninth hour, three times three, of the day, which is called the hour of prayer, even when salvation and communication with God was made possible. Several excerpts in a feature written by Keith Newman titled, God is a Mathematician, follow. The feature was published by BibleBelievers.org. The authenticity of the Holy Bible has been attacked at regular intervals by atheists and theologians alike, but none have explained away the mathematical seal beneath its surface. It would seem a divine hand has moved to prevent counterfeiting in the pages of the Bible in a similar manner to the line that runs through paper money. Biblical numerics appear to be God's watermark of authenticity. Vital research on this numeric seal was completed by a native of the world's most renowned atheistic nation, Russia. Ivan Panin was born in Russia on December 12, 1855. As a young man, he was an active nihilist and participated in plots against the Tsar and his government. He was a mathematical genius who died at Harvard as a Harvard scholar and a citizen of the United States in 1942. 
Hannon was exiled from Russia. After spending a number of years studying in Germany, he went to the United States where he became an outstanding lecturer on literary criticism. Pannon was known as a firm agnostic, so well known that when he discarded his agnosticism and accepted the Christian faith, the newspapers carried headlines telling of his conversion. Pannon said the laws of probability are exceeded into the billions when we try and rationalize the authorship of the Bible as the work of man. He once said, if human logic is worth anything at all, we are simply driven to the conclusion that if my facts I have presented are true, man could never have done this. We must assume that a power higher than man guided the writers in such a way, whether they knew it or not, they did it, and the great God inspired them to do it. The Bible clearly states that it is the literal God-breathed living word of the Creator. The words, Thus saith the Lord and God said, occur more than 2,500 times throughout the Scriptures. In 2 Timothy 3.16, it states, All Scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Then in 2 Peter chapter 2, 20 and 21, it plainly states, No prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of men, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Let's take the number seven as an illustration of the way the patterns work. Seven is the most prolific of the mathematical series which binds Scripture together. The very first verse of the Bible, Genesis 1, verse 1, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, contains over 30 different combinations of seven. This verse has seven Hebrew words having a total of 28 letters, four times seven. The numeric value of the three nouns, God, heaven, and earth, totals seven, seven, seven. Any number in triplicate expresses complete, ultimate, or total meaning. Also uh, tightly sealed up with the sevens are the genealogy of Jesus, the account of the virgin birth and the resurrection. Seven occurs as a number, 187 uh, times in the Bible, 41 times seven. The phrase sevenfold occurs, occurs seven times, and 70 occurs 56 times, seven times eight. In the book of Revelation, seven positively shines out. There are seven golden candlesticks, seven letters to seven churches, a book sealed with seven seals, seven angels standing before the Lord with seven trumpets, seven thunders, and seven last plagues. In fact, there are over 50 occurrences of the number seven in Revelation alone. There are 21 Old Testament writers whose names appear in the Bible, seven times three. The numeric value of their names is divisible by seven. Of these 21, seven are named in the New Testament, Moses, David, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Daniel, Hosea, and Joel. The numeric value of these names is 1,554. That's 222 times seven. David's name is found 1,134 times. That's 162 times seven. God's seal also pervades creation as though it were woven into the very fabric of nature. The Bible has declared man's years to be three score and ten, seventy. The development of the human embryo is in exact periods of sevens or 28 days, four times seven. Medical science tells us that the human body is renewed cell for cell every seven years. We're told the pulse beats slower every seven days. 
as if it were in accord with the seventh day of rest proclaimed in the Genesis creation week. And God formed man of the dust of the ground, Genesis 2-7. Science confirms the human body is made of the same 14 elements, 2 times 7, found in your average handful of dust. The light of the sun is made up of seven distinct colors as shown in the rainbow. In music, there are seven distinct notes, which climax in a chord or octave at the beginning of a new seven. In almost all animals, the incubation of pregnancy period is divisible by seven. Seven is often referred to excuse me, as God's seal or the number of spiritual perfection, end of quotes. Eugene Wigner, a Nobel Prize winner, was interviewed in 1960. He asked, why did the natural world always, as far as we know, obey laws of mathematics? Everywhere they look, they see God. The following paragraph, written by S. Marotra, is found under the heading, God is a Mathematician, and was published by scienceandnonduality.com. Mathematics is abstract, symbolic, structured, and precise. It is true everywhere and always, and mathematical laws cannot be violated ever. Math sounds a lot, a lot like the attributes of God, eternal, omnipresent, and omnipotent. According to a theological physicist, uh, Michio Kuku, uh, the mind of God, we believe, is cosmic music the music of strings resonating through 11-dimensional hyperspace. That is the mind of God. Vern Pothras, who teaches New Testament at Cambridge University and has two doctorates, a Ph.D. in mathematics from Harvard and a doctorate in divinity, argues in his book Redeeming Mathematics, a God-Centered Approach, that the harmony of abstract mathematics, the physical world of things, and our thinking depends on the existence of a Christian God. Srinivas Ramanujan, on whose life the book and the movie The Man Who Knew Infinity are based, is known to have said that an equation to me has not meaning unless it represents a thought of God, end of quote. There are numbers and concepts in the scriptures that mirror or shadow and that are patterned after God's heavenly things. The Holy Bible is an ever-expanding revelation that only the childlike can access. My assistant informed me as I prepared to proofread this article that this feature's ID number is 1,777. Coincidence, you think? The words in this feature are divisible by seven, 497 times. God said, Exodus 25, 8 through 9, And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them, According to all that I show thee after the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so shall ye make it. God said, Psalms 19:19, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. God said, Romans 11:33, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Man said, the Bible is an old archaic book written by mere men. Who needs it? Now you have the record.